Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. What's going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast that is designed for students of travel. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go check out Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. You can also check out the website, dbetravel.com, which has a list of all the episodes ever recorded, a button that makes it easy to get to the show's Patreon page, and so much more. No matter where you're listening, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button, and if you can, please rate and review. That really helps the show reach more students of travel. For many travel advisors, crafting itineraries and booking trips for clients isn't just fun. It's also a financially rewarding job. For new travel advisors, there's some key things to keep in mind as you grow your business. Galen Wood, CEO of Marketing for Travel Agents, joins the podcast on this episode to chat about the role of travel agents in today's travel ecosystem, narrowing down your niche, the importance of defining your client, and much more. Marketingfortravelagents.com has some really wonderful tools for travel agents. I definitely encourage you to listen closely to the part of the interview where Galen tells us more about Marketing for Travel Agents. And if you scroll down to the show notes, you'll find an article from Marketingfortravelagents.com that pairs nicely with the conversation we're having today. All right, let's get to the show. Here's my interview with Galen Wood. Galen, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I'm great, Stevie. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, I mean, there is a great blog post on marketingfortravelagents.com that can be found in this episode's show notes. And it's all about the tools and encouragement someone needs to become a full-time travel agent in 60 days. Galen, I want to kind of kick off the conversation uh, today here. It's 2023. How important are travel agents in the whole, you know, travel ecosystem today and are there enough clients out there for new travel agents to find success? That's a great question. I mean, it's one of the things, it makes me a little bit sad because everybody you kind of talk to seems to be like, what, travel agents, they're still a thing? And the reality is, is that, you know, like what travel agents do is they provide a service that you can't get anywhere else, right? So like with the right travel agent, you're going to have a better trip. You're going to have a better experience. You're going to have somebody who actually takes your needs and wants and, 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 and desires for the trip into account. And so you get to have this kind of like stress-free, worry-free vacation for every single person who's going on that trip, right? And, and there's no way that, I mean, you can, you can replicate that on your own, but for most people, it takes 20 to 30 to 40 hours to try and figure all those things out. And so my, really, I, I am of the opinion uh, twofold. One, for most people, it is cheaper for you to hire a travel agent than for you to try and do it on your own. So it actually saves you money because it saves you time. Um, and somebody else will do a better job than you will. Um, and then two, one of the biggest things is especially right now, I mean, for, for a lot of people, they're taking one, two, you know, family trips a year and that's it. And so if you, if you make a mistake or if you stay at the wrong place or, you know, you, you don't have somebody who's really a professional, really an expert who can tell you and help to guide you, uh, the likelihood of you having a less than good, less than stellar, less than excellent vacation is really high. And if you're only taking one, maybe two vacations a year, that means that your your family vacation for the year could be ruined. Or at the very least, you know, someone on the trip is not going to have as good of a time. Whereas if you have an agent, then, you know, ha- then, then you're basically guaranteed to have a better time. You're going to have somebody who takes your dining recommendations into account, transportation, 
you know, where you're staying, how you're staying, all of those kind of things come into play. Um, and so my, my, I would say really, as long as there are people who want to travel, there is absolutely a need for travel agents. And I would say that it's a need because if we're being honest, you know, if, if like the difference between having an agent book your travel and, and trying to book it on your own is you save time, you save money, you save, you save stress, you save fear and you have a better experience. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that, that the word time, I mean, that's such a key word. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people, when they sw- make the switch to using a travel agent, maybe from uh, booking things on their own, they find that, you know, they have so much more time to do regular stuff and they don't have to carry that burden of, you know, you know, how do I plan for this? How do I plan for that? And so I think, I mean, great point there. So, you know, I want to also talk about the article that we're really covering today. It lists three things, growth, optimization, and automation. Um, and those are the three steps to freedom as a full-time travel agent. But that also mentions that before anyone starts working on those steps, um, they need to determine what their minimum monthly income is. So Galen, can you tie all this together for us? How can a travel yeah. advisor figure out what their minimum month, uh, monthly income as a travel agent needs to be? And then talk through those three steps of growth, optimization, and automation. So your minimum monthly income is really simple. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where I think, you know, simplicity sometimes um, seems seems like over, over oversimplified, but it's, it's really vital it, it, when you want to transition from, from part-time to full-time. So your minimum monthly income is literally just how much income you need to survive. Because the reality is, is that like for so many of us, like let's say you're working a job and you make, you know, 60, 70, 80 K a year and you want to transition into being a full-time agent going to going from, you know, 10 K a year, 20 K a year in commissions to 50, 60, 70 K a year can take a little while, right? That might take you a year. It might take you two years. Plus you do the bookings. Now you get paid in six months. You get paid in a year. It's like a whole thing, right? And so some of it is that a lot of people, even though they, they're making 50, 60, 70 K, they only need 40 or 50 K a year to live. And so like, as soon as, so for me, that minimum monthly income becomes really important because that's the level. So once you get your travel business to the point where it's giving, it's, it's making you, maybe it's 3K a month or 4K a month or something like that, that's when you get to transition. That's when you get to jump ship. So you're not necessarily looking to totally replace your income right away. You're looking to build up your travel business enough so that you can replace your minimum income and dedicate yourself full time to maximizing uh, the, your commissions and maximizing your take on cash. And then we tie that into um, growth, optimization, and automation, right? So, for, so with, with a lot of that, it, and again, these, these get, it gets pretty simple. Growth is how do you grow your travel business? How do you attract more ideal clients? Now, with a lot of this stuff, when we start talking about you know, ideal clients, there's, there's rabbit holes that I can go down with any of these things, right? Like I have whole, in the academy, we actually have whole roundtable you know, discussions on you know, who is your ideal client, how do you attract, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the purposes of today will keep a little bit more uh, surface level. So growth is very much just attracting more ideal clients. And ideal clients are the people who actually benefit the most from your services you want to work with the most. Those are the people that ideally should fill up your travel business and make your travel business more enjoyable uh, to be in and to run and to have, and then also make it so it's easier to grow and make money and make profit. And so growth is figuring out what are your lead sources? How are you attracting those, those, those new ideal clients? And how are you attracting those new ideal clients on a regular basis? Uh, from an optimization standpoint, then you start to look at efficiency, right? So, so often we have agents, and I, I, I have discussions with people all the time, 
where they had these really, really, really uh, popular travel businesses, right? I I talked to a woman last week, actually, who's working, and and granted, it's temporary, but she's working like 80 to 90 hours a week because, you know, she has so many bookings that she has to do. But it's awful. You know, working that much, it's just awful. And, And over time, it absolutely burns you out. And it's just, it's soul crushing, like not to be dramatic, but I remember that from, you know, my days of working 80 to hundred hour weeks, it is, it's almost traumatizing. Like it's so, it's so hard. And then especially try, going there and trying to like do anything new or do anything extra, it's just almost impossible. And so optimization is really about how do we get your travel business to run? And my goal for people, and they always kind of like, you know, give me a, give me a sarcastic look when I, when I say this, but my goal for any of my agents is 30 to 40 hours a week. I want you to be able to hit your revenue goals, hit your commission goals, hit your take-home goals in 30 to 40 hours a week. And so that's where we get into optimization and then automation. And automation is the part where we start putting things on, just like it says, we, we make them automated. We make them automatic, right? So, you know, certain emails get filtered out as soon as they come into your inbox. Your VA takes care of certain things. You have software that takes care of certain things. And so that you free up your time to focus on your area of expertise, or we call it your zone of genius, Right? Because anytime you're spending doing something that you're bad at instead of something that you're good at, a lot of times it can it can well it makes your travel business less fun, but it also makes it uh, it costs you money because you're not able to do more bookings because you're busy trying to enter data into Travelfy or whatever the thing is. So just now when you were talking about the three steps and you and you talked about growth, um, you kind of mentioned speaking to your ideal client. So that kind of leads me to tie in. You know, I want to get your your thoughts about a travel advisor's niche and how they might define their ideal client. Um, yeah. You know, these are all part of the formula to becoming a successful full-time travel agent. Do you think it might be advantageous for a travel advisor to kind of go with the philosophy that like, hey, I can't be everything for every type of client? And if that's the case, you know, how narrow would you recommend their niche or their specialty be? So, huh. This is there's it seems to be a couple of things that that are something that I could always have discussions about. One of them is planning fees, which I don't think we're going to talk about today, hopefully. But anytime I even remotely bring that up, we launch into, you know, 20, 30, 45 minute conversations about why, how much, et cetera. And then the other thing is, 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 is somebody's niche. Right. So how small, how narrow should my niche be? How broad should my niche be? Who do I attract? How do I attract them? Um, and, and, and in all honesty, if you're struggling with your niche, join our travel academy. Like, I'll just, I'll just tell you that we've got entire modules dedicated to, you know, helping you specifically pick out your, your niche, how to make it more effective, all of those kind of things. Um, and it'll do a much better job than anything that I can, I can kind of describe today, but I'll take you through a little bit of the process, um, talking and I, and what I'll really do is I'll talk a little bit about the fear. So, and, and, and really it's, it's a very, you know, it's, it's a good news, bad news, right? The good news is, is that if you are scared to narrow your niche, you're not alone. The bad news is, is that most people get it wrong, right? And so you're not alone doing something that is going to be make it harder for your travel business, cost you money, and cost you time. Um, and so, and I found that, like, I mean, you know, whether I'm consulting for Fortune 500 companies or travel agents or you know, building business, like I, I remember even when I fir- built my first business right out of college, I wanted to be everything to everyone all the time. And and I remember there's this there's this fear that I think we have that if we if we limit ourselves, especially when we're worried about money, right? So when I start when I when I'm when I first started a business, and even now when I start businesses, um, or when I'm working with newer agents who are struggling for clients, the last thing they think about is like, who am I going to turn down, right? Because they're like, no, I just I just need money in my travel business. 
And the, the same thing is true with everybody else. We want we, we, we get so nervous to turn people down. And so the reality of, of narrowing your niche comes down to um, very much efficiency and effectiveness. There's, and, and again, I can't get too deep in the weeds. And this is where just, just join the Travel Academy. So I can't get too deep in the weeds because it just gets overly complex um, and outside the scope of what we're talking about today. But when you start looking at how you build your marketing funnels, how you get your leads, how you transmit your message, it's like the old telephone game from, I don't know if you ever played telephone when you were a kid, right? Where you like whisper something in one kid's ear and then they whisper it in the next. And so you, you whisper in the ear like, I love sour grapes. And then by the end, it's like I ride on silverback apes, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and the same thing is true with you know, some of the marketing messaging. Right. If you tell someone, oh, I'm a travel agent and I book everything, people don't remember you. Right. So when they tell somebody they're, oh, Stevie, yeah, Stevie's a travel agent. He books everything. Right. But if you if, if you tell them, oh, I'm Stevie and I book, you know, specifically Disney, although, you know, maybe hopefully you don't book Disney right now. But, you know, oh, I book Adventures by Disney or I book, you know, all inclusive Caribbean vacations or I book, um, you know, river cruises in Europe or whatever the thing is, people will remember it. And so then when they're having a conversation, you know, and, 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 and June is talking to Dolores and Dolores says, oh, I'd really love to take a cruise. You know, I heard about these river cruises in Europe. They sound so fun. Me and Herbert or whatever his name is, right, made up people, um, would really like to take this cruise. They'll be like, oh, you know what? I actually just talked to a guy named Stevie and he does river cruises in Europe. Let me, let me, let me see if I have his content information here somewhere, right? So it makes it that, that telephone game becomes a lot easier if you narrow it down and you have something that's, that's, that's really easy for somebody to say. So that's just one example. But it's true in everything that you do, right? If I know who I'm trying to market to, it sets the tone of my Facebook ads. It sets the tone of where I go on social media. It sets the tone of my emails. It sets the tone of my you know, newsletter. Everything that I do around my marketing, right? And ideally, marketing is just it's a way of me having a conversation with my ideal client to let them know the benefits of what I do so they can understand why they should work with me. That's all marketing is. And so the more specific I can get about what I'm doing and how I can help, the easier it is for people to understand it, remember it, and then come back to me and, and, and give me business and, and, and allow me to help serve them and book them amazing travel and all that kind of stuff. It can be really scary to narrow your niche, um, but it saves you money in marketing dollars, it saves you time in conversation, and it helps you really understand how and what kind of conversations you should be having with everybody. You make some great points. And I just kind of want to echo what you said as well as, I mean, these are such big topics. We're just kind of just on the surface of them. I'm sure, you know, marketing for travel agents can be a great resource for anyone out there listening to, to kind of dive more into this stuff. But um, it's, it's good for us to kind of have these, these conversations about these bigger topics, defining who your client is, can be helpful, obviously, in so many different businesses and, and, you know, platforms. But for travel agents specifically, how important is that process? And are there any kind of tools or methods you can talk about um, that a travel agent can use to help define who their ideal client is? Um, again, I'm going to say join the Travel Academy because we have a module dedicated to this. So the tool that we use is actually we have like a it's almost, I think it's a five-page document of like all the different characteristics that you can think of. So it's really effective for brainstorming out. And we call it your ideal client avatar. Um, it's the same thing as your demographic, your um, target market, you know, whatever it is. Um, but the, 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 the gist of it is that we, we like to have you focus on one person. So it's almost like you create this make-believe person 
that is that is who you're trying to speak to, because that sets the tone of all you do, right? And so when, when the the tool that we use is literally a sheet, and then we have like videos and um, you know all all the, all the different kind of things you would need and you would expect from um, you know a full fledged marketing academy. Uh, but the the the, the again the gist of it is this you know you brainstorm out who this person is that you're trying to talk to and then and then you try and get as specific as possible so that when you are sending out your marketing and remember marketing is just communication for your ideal clients when you're sending out communication you know who you're talking to and this is an interesting thing that we like because when we talk to people and, and it's so I, I find that with agents all the time you know people get so worried about uh, marketing to people right oh I don't want to follow up. I don't want to bug people. I don't want to be a nag. I don't want to make people uncomfortable by, you know, when I run into them at parties and being like, Hey, I'm a travel agent. You should book with me. Right. All those kind of things. Um, but what we find is that when we're having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people, we adapt our tone. We adapt how we talk. We adapt what we do to mirror the person that we're working with. And what that does is it makes people feel more heard. It makes them feel more at ease and it makes them listen to us better. It helps us to communicate with them more effectively. And the same thing is that that same process should be done in your marketing. So when we tell agents like go out and find your ideal clients, that is part of that process. Is you're 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 trying to you know figure out the tone you want to set, the message, the words, all those kind of things for communicating with your ideal client. And so you know like that 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 kind of ideal client avatar, which is what we call it. But again, it doesn't necessarily matter what you call it. But that make believe person that you really want to communicate with. Um, the more you know, know about them, the easier it is for you to kind of imagine what they would want to hear, right? So do they, do they like more details in their emails? Do they like less details? Do they want to know more about adventure vacations? Do they want to know more about relaxation vacations? Do they want to know about family-friendly vacations? Do they want to know about romantic couple vacations? All of those kind of things are all dependent on who your ideal client is. And so I don't, again, we have tools and we have, you know, things that I take you through the step by step. But in terms of, you know, what I can kind of give you in general, it's more just do the work, <laughs> right? It's just take, take the time and go through the process of really trying to narrow, again, narrow down, drill down and figure out who that person ideally is. Galen, I want to get your thoughts on one more kind of travel uh, agent subject here. And that's leads. I want to talk about that for a second, because Leads are obviously very important to growing your business, and um, there's a lot of lead sources out there. How many lead sources would you recommend travel agents kind of hone in on as they grow their business? So if you end up if you end up in the academy, you'll actually one of our modules is um, we go through eleven different lead sources, or well, eleven different main dish lead sources, and then three to five small dish. And what we really recommend for people is it because it. it it kind of depends on you and your business and how much time you have, right? So when we're talking to a part-time agent growing into full-time agent, right? You're really going to focus on maybe one lead source, depending on how much time you have. So you really want to focus on one lead source, go deep, go, 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 you know, go wide on that lead source. And then as your time frees up that as you make the jump to full-time, then maybe you add some other lead sources. Um, it, for a full-time agent, generally I'll recommend two to three. So we do, um, I do them a couple times a year where I'll do these, uh, they're, they're like 90 day, 120 day intensives where I basically walk hand in hand and I help agents build out uh, a $5,000 a month take home travel business or a $10,000 a month take home travel business. So that's the money they actually put in their pocket. 
Um, and with that, we, we go through this process, right? And, and, and when we get to that lead source, I will usually pick one to two to start. We build those. We see how much we can maximize them. Then once those are on autopilot, then we add another one, right? And so again, it, you know, it, 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 it's a little bit of an it depends situation, um, you know, because I also have, you know, I have, I have agents who have, you know, five, six, seven different lead sources. But again, it's ideally we add them systematically, um, and so I'd really say, you know, add a lead source, go deep, go wide, really maximize that lead source, then add another one. Do you think that is kind of a common mistake that people try to spread themselves too thin and try to tackle maybe more lead sources than they can, rather than focusing on one or two to start and then growing from there? Is that a common thing you see? I, you know, it's interesting. One of the most, and it, and it's and it and I get it, and I've been there, right? Like one of the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes I find that people make is they they waste time and money trying to do it themselves rather than spending t- investing time and money in getting help. You know, like, it, like, like if you can, if you actually have the time and you go out and you find the right help right now, I would say that marketing for travel agents is the right help. I think we're the best, but again, I'm biased. It's, it's, it's my organization. Right. Um, and so it doesn't necessarily matter if it's us or somebody else, but if you can invest the time in trying to, to, to learn from people, who already have done it, it will save you incredible amounts of both time and money. Because the thing is, is that we don't even know what we don't know. And we're all, we all have these biases. And we've talked about it on this podcast, right? We have the bias where we want to do too much. We want to do for too many people. And we want to do it all the time, right? We want to be everything to everybody all the time. And so really, you know, narrowing your niche, focusing on a few lead sources, doing all those kind of things really helps you to maximize both your travel business and your lead sources. But the, the really cool part is if you take and you invest with somebody who's already been there and already done it, they can actually tell you what the right lead sources are. They can say, pick this lead source and pick this lead source. Okay, focus on this niche, focus on that niche, that kind of thing. And then, and, and I would really, I mean, for anybody, especially anybody, you know, who's trying to make that jump or who's trying to just get to the next level, find somebody who's done it, find somebody who knows about it and just, and just work with them. Because if you put the effort into that, you can find people who will fit your budget and who can, who can help you a lot more quickly and a lot more effectively. I love that answer. And it's so great because I think it's a, a great segue to talk about uh, marketing for travel agents. You, of course, are the CEO of marketing for travel agents. And you mentioned the Travel Academy. Can you tell us a little bit more about your company and you know share how marketing for travel agents can really, truly help travel advisors out there? Yeah. So... Marketing for Travel Agents has been around for about five or six years. Um, we started when uh, Heidi, who's our founder, was building websites for travel agents. And she found that the same things were coming up again and again. And she found that the, the agents were really struggling for clients and then really struggling for ideal clients. And what we found is that there almost there needs to be this process where you need to learn enough to learn what you don't even what, what you don't know. Right. So so often agents are like, oh, I just need clients or I just need money or I just need more bookings or, you know, whatever. And so some of it is, you know, educating and saying, actually, what you really want to focus on are ideal clients or what you really want to focus on is, you know, here's here's how you determine your ideal client avatar, like all that kind of stuff. And so the Marketing Academy is basically, I mean, actually, literally a step by step guide to building the travel business of your dreams. I mean, we go through everything from how to pick your niche, how to pick your specialty, ideal client avatar, what lead sources you should focus on. Um, you know, how to get a good headshot taken, how to send an effective email, how to have effective, uh, effective exploratory conversations, 
uh, how to set goals, how to achieve goals, how to plan out your week, how to, you know, uh, continue to get new lead sources, how to up level your business, right? All of these, I mean, we, we literally have 33 different modules that walk you through from starting your business to maximizing your business, auto- optimizing your business, automating your business. We have a private Facebook group with 470 agents in it with varying different levels of experience who are there like supporting each other, helping each other. We do monthly roundtables with me uh, where we actually go through and I'll answer whatever Facebook questions come up and to vote. Uh, we do advanced trainings every month uh, with different experts. We have um, a woman coming in next week who is an expert in building effective Facebook or uh, Instagram reels and how to maximize that. It, I mean, so, and then we, and then we do these kind of intensives where I take small groups of agents and I literally just work one-on-one with them. Um, and then in group setting to build them a travel business that nets them the amount of money that they want to, that they want to have. And so really, you know, like it, it is, it is ideally designed to be everything you could ever need to build an effective travel business uh, for very little, like way less than you would spend. Because the reality is if you hire a, a, a marketing company, it's tens of thousands of dollars, you know? And so we broke it down to be much more cost effective. And I'll actually, what I'll do is we have a marketing masterclass that kind of goes through a lot of these concepts um, that I can, I can, I can send you the link. You can actually give this out to your listeners um, and they can just sign up for free and go through the, go through a marketing masterclass. We'll take them through some of the steps of, of how to do it and give them a preview of what our academy is all about. That's perfect. So if you're out there listening, just scroll down in the show notes and you'll find that link there. Um, one more thing about uh, marketing for travel agents. Can you talk about social media? How can someone stay connected if they're a travel advisor or maybe a prospective travel agent, they want to kind of get into that? How can they connect with marketing for travel agents on social media? So this is this is going to get really complicated. Marketing for travel agents. <laughs> Everywhere you want to be, just type in marketing for travel agents. That's us. So we have so so at marketing for travel agents on Instagram, uh, our TikTok. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother with the TikTok. Uh, Facebook with um, you can look us up on YouTube. Uh, you know all the, all those kind of things. We are we're active on Facebook. We're active on Instagram. Uh, we've got a ton of YouTube videos and literally just just type in marketing for travel agents and you will find us. So Galen, I do have one final question for you today. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. And so I always like to ask people coming on the show for the first time uh, this question. Are you someone who would consider yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, can you share a profound lesson that you've learned through travel or about travel? That's a great question. Um, And I don't necessarily know that I have any profound lessons. Um, I do know that left to my own devices, my brain starts to support its own ideas. And the more that I support my own ideas, the more that I start to think my ideas are the best ideas and more importantly, the only ideas. And it, and it hinders both my growth as a human being, my growth as a business owner, and my ability to serve other agents and to, to serve the people who, who I work with. Um, and so what one of the biggest things that I get out of travel is I get a perspective on two things. One, that I am most importantly, not, like one of the, le- uh, I'm not that important in the universe. Um, and that, that, that I'm just as important as everybody else. And that there is so many other uh, thoughts and ideas and realities and truths and all those kind of things out there 
that if I don't actually experience them, again, I just get more and more, I like the word myopic, just a fun word, but I get more and more into my own thinking instead of more and more into, um, you know, having a more open mind to be, to really be influenced by the brain, right? The, 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 the brain of the world rather than just my own little pathetic single brain, <laughs> right? And not pathetic in a, in a self-deprecating way, but just, you know, like one is much less than millions, billions. Yeah. And so the more that I travel, the more that I get, uh, the more that I, the more that I, I, I learn from everybody and everywhere that I go, whether it's, you know, I learn to be more grateful, whether I learn to be more humble, whether I learn that I have, you know, mistaken beliefs about this or correct beliefs about this or whatever it is. Love that answer. Galen, thank you so much for coming on the, the show today. I really appreciate the, uh, the time that you took to, to be on the show. And I think it was a really wonderful conversation. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's so fun. I love talking about this. And, and I really appreciate people who are trying to get the message out um, and try to make the world a better place to travel because I think it's real. So thank you so much. A big DBE thank you to Galen for taking the time to join the show. You can give Marketing for Travel Agents a follow on social media and make sure to visit marketingfortravelagents.com to learn more about the training and tools available for travel agents. Remember to check out Group Experience to learn how to build your travel tribe. You can find more info about Group Experience in the show notes and don't forget to give them a like on Facebook. Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook as well, and you can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Wherever you listen, if you don't mind rating and reviewing the show, that's really helpful. And if you love the show, share it with a friend. One more thing, go ahead and like a Facebook page called Group Travel Odyssey, where every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, I'm part of a live stream that focuses on a particular destination and describes what groups can do there. Again, that Facebook page is Group Travel Odyssey. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.